everyone. Welcome back to Two G's and a Pod. Two gals on a mission ready to educate, empower and entertain. I'm MG. And I'm NG. And welcome back, lovely listeners. My voice is going to go with this one. But anyway, we have some very exciting news to share with you all that we are sadly going to leave till the end of the podcast because for now we have a very special guest with us today we do so i'm gonna give you a couple of clues and let's see if you can guess who it is as we go so he's a great friend of ours he is part of team fellowship a super successful gym he has an engine for days his motto is effort is everything do you know who it is yet it's the only, it's Connor Russell. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, Connor. Thank you for joining us. How are we? How are we? Good. How are you feeling? Hey, excited? Yeah. Excited, yeah. It's good to be here. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us. It's nice to have a male on the podcast. Oh, you're right, Nicole. <laughs> My voice is a bit funny just today. Out, it just out. keeps going up and down. It's like it's breaking. <laughs> Pretty much shouting at the weekend. Um, so yeah, we're going to get right into it, Connor, because okay. we have a lot that we want to find out about you. So we're wow. going to start with some fun, quick fire questions. So okay. if our mm-hmm. lovely listeners can um, get a good idea about you. So um, I'll just jump in with this first one then. What's your favourite exercise? Lunges. Oh, lunges. Yes, lunges. Any kind of lunges, barbell lunges, dumbbell lunges, any of the sort. I just think they're fantastic for full body and they give me a good ass pump. Yeah, <laughs> a good ass pump. A lot of our females hate the lunges, don't I know. they? They're, well, wait we, till they hear that Wait now. till they hear that because a lot of them want to build a booty as well. So get your lunges in, gals. I notice anytime, um, sorry, anytime if I have lunges in my engine room class and Connor's in, he comes in the next day and goes, my airs, my airs. I always <laughs> feel it in my backside. always feel it. A wee always, booty pump. It's because I just love going heavy with them. That's true. Okay, flip side then. What's your least favourite exercise? Least favourite. This could be controversial because I've just said that I love an ass pump. I don't love an ass pump. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I think um, hip thrusts are overrated. Oh. I don't like a hip thrust. I just feel like the range of motion is too small. And I do understand that you can build some great strength um, through the posterior chain with them, but I just feel like you can get far more from other exercises. Yeah, more bang for your buck. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. What's your death row meal? Oh my goodness. Um, probably it's going to be right. I used to do this meal when I lived on my own in the flat. And it was, I'd go to Tesco's and I would take tortillas. I would smother it in red pepper hummus. I would then stick on some sticky rice uh-huh. on it. I'd put on, you get these hot and spicy chicken fillets, like coated chicken. Uh, from Tesco's and then cover that in sriracha and then just eat a whole lot of them now I'd go through a full packet of tortilla full tub of hummus full packet of the chicken and obviously a full portion of the rice as well and I worked it out one day and it was about 2300 calories and one sitting and one sitting yeah wow. and one sitting and I used to have it all the time in the flat like all the time so I'd probably enjoy that one last time. That yeah. is your death row meal. I'd go with that. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of detail in that. Well, I know. I really, really enjoyed it. And that's why I used to eat it a lot. Well, if anyone so, wants to copy it, they'll know exactly how absolutely. to. I introduced it to Alex um, when I first started seeing her. And she was like, this is far too much food. We need to stop eating this much. And I was like, okay. Very well balanced, though. It was very well balanced. Oh, we yeah. might try that. We might actually know the chicken you're talking about. The Tesco, yeah, uh uh-huh, breadcrumbs on it, yes, very, very good, very good. Costco actually do a a copied version of that, which is, when you get more. Neat check it out. Again, more bang for your buck. Yeah, (laughs) Right, okay, next question. What item is worth spending money on? What 
item? Yeah. Oh, what do I use a lot in my day to day? Oh, I want to say a good pair of trainers. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> um, Absolutely. that's the only thing that comes to mind. Um, because I love my trainers, and it's probably the one thing that I spend the most money on, mm -hmm. which Alex hates. But it's fine because she now has a bit of a love for them as well. So mm -hmm. we just both buy tons and tons of trainers. Um, if it wasn't trainers, what else would it be? I oh, I couldn't think off the top of my head. What do I use a lot of? Deodorant. Are you suggesting something? Are you suggesting something? Spend money on deodorant. Um. I mean, this could be anything. Like, what would what do you think? If you think about it, what do you spend money on? And you you wouldn't even think twice about, you know, like, oh, you're like, yeah, that's worth Wait, it. I'll say I'm not very materialistic, uh -huh. right? So see, when I think of my day-to-day -day spending over the course of a month and what I spend money on and month on month, like, I don't spend a lot of money on myself on material things. Mm -hmm. So the things I'm spending money on is literally gym gear. So mm -hmm. trainers, as I mentioned, but know what I would say good tracky bombs right as well because i do have one pair that i got recently from don't get me wrong it's a gym shark pair but i can't move in them i can't move in them so see when i'm doing like some warming up in the gym and you're my warm-ups and my cool downs <laughs> with the guys in the gym when i'm doing my, my warm-ups i can't move in them and it's so tight around my backside and my front side <laughs> That sometimes I feel like I'm actually about to burst out them. And that mm -hmm. is a genuine fear. And whenever I'm in class and I'm doing a particular stretch, maybe I'm often turning behind me just to say, if these burst look away, <laughs> because you don't want to see what's there. It's a good pair of tracking. Do you know what? James Smith said something once. I feel like we always quote him on the podcast, but he says, you may as well spend good money on either like your shoes or your mattress because you're either in one or the other. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I mean, you spend a third of your life in your bed. That's so it. I actually do agree with that. Mm -hmm. And when Alex and I moved into the house, we spent a bit of money on a mattress because that's exactly what I said. You spend a third of your life in it, so it needs to be a good mattress. True. Quality so sleep. A very, very good mattress. Good. Right, next question then. Who is the boss, you or Alex? Alex. Alex. Yes, yeah, that was nice and quick. You go, gal. She absolutely <laughs> is the boss. She, um, I like to think that I make the decisions. Mm -hmm. um, but what she does is leads me to believe I'm making the decisions. Mm -hmm. But she actually does a lot of the, the decisions. Yeah. Characteristic of a true leader. Yes. Well done, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Right. Oh, your favourite body part, Connor. My favourite body part? Are you talking about what I like to work out in the gym or just looking at myself, what my favourite body part is? Just go looking at yourself. Yeah. What's your favourite body part? I like my lats. I like my lats and just because I feel like they stick out a bit and they make me look manly. Pinch! <laughs> yes. Um, and I've also recently um, been loving my quads. Nice. Because they're starting to take a bit of shape. And in the last episode of your podcast, you were saying that you just want the VMO. Yeah. Yes. Squad, yeah. So I've been working on my legs and I feel like I'm taking a bit of shape in them now. And uh, yeah, I love them. Nice. Same goal. Same goal, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic looking quads. I think you'll like this question, Connor. If Levi could talk, what would he say about you? What would he say about me? He would call me far too greedy and give me more food. <laughs> because he's always begging for food. Um, but I would also say that he probably thinks I spend too much time in front of the mirror. 
<laughs> he would probably tell me to stop being too vain. Oh. Um, and then he would also say, you're the best daddy in the world. Oh, I love Super that. Sweet. Well, I like to think I am. Oh. I think I am. He's the cutest dog ever. Like, he is. Yeah. 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 Levi. Really I've never met Levi. Oh, so handsome. He is, like, mm -hmm. such a smiley dog. Whenever you look at him, he's just smiling. Oh. Oh, right. We'll need to set up a date. Yes. Yes. Quad session and meet <laughs> Levi. <laughs> <laughs> right, Connor. So you and Alex get married this year, is it? August, yeah. August. So what would you say you're more nervous for, your first dance or your speech at the wedding? First dance of my speech. Well, I will frame this saying that at the weekend, uh -huh. I was um, chatting with Mark, Simon, Lisa, Ryan, and I was telling them the most nervous I've ever been in my entire life was when I proposed. Oh. And I can't see myself ever being that nervous ever again. Because I'm naturally not a nervous person. I'll, I think of myself as a more excitable person. So when I think when people experience nerves, I'm typically experiencing excitement or what I perceive as excitement. So I don't think I'll ever get as nervous as that. Mm -hmm. But on the day, if I was to choose between the speech and the dance, that's what you said, wasn't it? Yep. I would say the dance. Mm -hmm. Purely because I'm used to speaking to people en masse. Yep. And um, I'm, well, I'm not a terrible dancer. But the idea of Alex and I dancing and then just a bunch of people watching us is a bit off-putting. It makes me feel a bit queasy. You need a few drinks, then yeah. Aye, absolutely, absolutely. I know, <laughs> and it's like a proper dance, isn't it? You're not just like jiving or boogieing up on the dance floor. You're proper, like hand in yeah, hand. Well, I mean, it can be any kind of dance you like because um, I've seen dances. So what are you going to go? I've seen yeah. first dances that have been a bit more upbeat. Uh -huh. um, Mark and Simon's was a bit more upbeat. They had a, a queen tune. Nice. Um, was this your revealing something about no, the no, dance? No, no, no. I don't know what our, We actually haven't picked our, our wedding dance song mm -hmm. yet. We have discussed it and we've got conflicting ideas. Mm -hmm. But well, I'm sure we'll come to some kind of um, compromise where we both agree on a dance but we haven't decided what that's going to be yet so I don't know what the dance is going to look like yet either. right okay so we'll see Cha-cha easy choreographed uh, dance would be perfect oh amazing um, right I think well I know you like one of these but I think you like both so it might be a hard decision for you okay. you can only watch one of these again right The Office or The Traitors Oh my goodness, that's the toughest question ever. Yes. And I need to give an answer. Yeah, I love both The Office. This is weird. We were speaking at the weekend about how much we love The Office. Lisa and Ryan have watched it through like 10 times. I was like, I think I'm in six, seven times. Really? Through, yeah. And Mark and Simon are like, oh, we don't watch it. And we were like, what? The Office is amazing. But The Traitors is something else. And you watch it? Yeah, none of them. <laughs> I don't think they're me at oh, all. No. I've not watched The Office, so I can't comment on that, but I'm enjoying The Traitors. Oh, The Traitors is very, very good. Um, but it's only out every now and again, like once mm -hmm. a year, and there's only 12 episodes, whereas I feel like I can just keep... I like the comedy value, the feel-good value of The Office, so I'd say The Office. The Office. The Office, yeah. Nice answer. I think this next one's fun. <laughs> so, your favourite non-swearing insult? Non-swearing insult? What? I take it you know the answer to this, no, okay? I'm just getting into them like at the end and I'm like if people aren't listening. No, you know it's not. It's a non-swearing, right? Uh -huh. Again, everybody knows me will know that. I think it's the most insulting thing you can say to someone, and there's not actually any sweary words as such. It's you stupid idiot. Oh, 
Aye. Oh. Aye. I've never thought of it that way. Aye. Oh. Aye. 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 A
Yeah. It gave you a lot of confidence. Yeah. Off the back of last week's episode. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, that's where a lot of my confidence started was being amongst a lot of people, a very social group, very frequently throughout. And I know mm -hmm. like kids are very social, but I was around kids my age a lot when I was growing up. So I feel like that um, the amount of time I spent with those individuals playing sports, specifically team sports, definitely helped me with my confidence as well. Like that is that is real, real, you know, building confidence because it is hard to go into like like team sports and stuff can be really difficult. But I think when you get into it from so young, yeah, so young, you yeah, just yeah. do it without thinking. And yeah, I've not never thought about that. That does really build confidence. It's like the oh, here we go, like the positives of after school clubs and stuff like that, yeah. with the safety net of your own classroom. Yeah, because a lot of kids maybe even don't have that opportunity. But the, the ones who are able to go out with, just being mm -hmm. in the classroom with their usual friends, but they go out with and they try different things, they meet new people. So, yeah. We're just talking about this. I was just talking about this with someone. What? I'm all weekend with you, so I'm assuming it's you. I'm just like about not just actually being in your, you know, like you go to school and you've got your school pals, but then if you've got other clubs, it wasn't you, it was actually the girls we were with yesterday. Uh -huh. um, my pals, so like say you've got, you've got a gymnastics class, it's people from other schools. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. right? then growing up, you've not just got your school pals. Yeah. yeah. You've got other pals. Yeah, we yeah. spoke about that yesterday. Yeah. Used to... when, I was, when I was growing, I had my BB pals. Mm -hmm. I had my school pals, and then I had my pals I hung about with outside of school. Uh -huh. But I didn't hang about with them inside of school. They went to school with me, Hi. but I just didn't hang around with them when I was inside school. Inside school. Yeah. Nice to have Likelihood is, groups. with these other groups, there's going to be a mixture of different ages and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So let's get on to the engine room then. Can you tell us sort of um, where it started and if you expected it to grow like it has? Um. Yeah, so um, I had previously been working with another gym in Falkirk, um, and I was there for five years and with the classes that I was running within that gym I felt that um, I could be doing more with it and I felt like I needed the next step for me was to pursue my my own thing and at first it started off as a thought of maybe hiring out a hall somewhere and doing some classes of my own just occasionally but then I suddenly realised that it can be quite expensive to do that, and then I wouldn't wouldn't be able to continue the work I was doing when in the gym I was currently working at. So it was going to require a big jump to find my own studio. So I then spent it was about a year and a half of saving up money, buying secondhand equipment and stuff, um, to put things together to eventually find where where we are now, that studio that we're in. Um, and when we first started, it was just a mishmash of a. Can you remember when mm -hmm. we first? It was just a mishmash of equipment. Everything I bought was second hand um, for the gym, and there wasn't a lot of it. I was actually looking at pictures just recently of how it looked when it very when it very first started, and it's a complete um, complete change to what it is now. But that's just a an evolution I've went through. Sorry, what was the question? Um, just sort of talk us through ER and that, and if you expected it to grow and to grow. So yeah. <laughs> Um, I did expect it to grow. Um, when I left the gym I was at, um, there was a lot of people, I was very fortunate, a lot of people came with me. There was around 50 members that signed up on the open day I had on the Saturday before it opened officially on the Monday. So right away, that was a kind of Amazing. vote of confidence for me, just to let me know, right, people are interested in what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So I knew that there was interest there and I knew that what we were doing was fun and 
people are enjoying it. So if this lot are enjoying it, then more people are going to enjoy it. So I did expect it to grow, which it has. Um, so yeah, no, I did know it was going to be popular. I mean, I enjoyed it. The people I was training with at the time enjoyed it. So yeah, I did think it was going Amazing. to be popular. I knew it was going to grow. We've actually got a video, we'll need to look it out, and it's me and Nicole are training in the engine room, mm -hmm. and it's right near the start, so all the walls are white. Yeah. Um, it just looks totally different. We look so young in it, actually. Yeah, our weights are a lot different. <laughs> it's way back in there. <laughs> Yeah. Was you the point that out the dumbbells? Yeah, we all started somewhere. You're right. That's it. Okay, so next question. Now, Connor, engine room is super successful, mm -hmm. and I would actually say it's probably a key pillar within the folk community. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So, tell us about the highs and lows of running a business like yours. Highs and lows. Now, the highs are that I get to do it for a living. And that's what I do every day in my life. And it's just, I enjoy it so much, I think. I feel very privileged to be able to do that. Um, and especially something I love. Um, so the highs are just constant. I always feel very, very lucky every day to wake up and be able to do what I do. Um, so the highs are always there. But the lows of business are, it's hard work. It's really, really tough going. Um, there's specifically been some lows, obviously. I'd only been opened 2018. Two years when COVID hit. So that was a that time was a very difficult time. Um where we, we ended up losing about a third of our members, which makes a, a huge difference to the mm -hmm. the business and how it operates. And we faced challenges during that time. I suppose it it's helped me grow. Mm -hmm. It's definitely I had to you had to adapt at the time. You were obviously involved with us. So we had to adapt and we had to make it work. Um so from a very low when it was first announced, the, the closure of gyms. That was a pretty low point. Um, but from there, I feel like it's just grown and grown and grown and grown and grown since. Um, on a day-to-day -day basis, the the lows as such, there's just things you have to deal with every single day that I would absolutely love to be working on the business instead of in the business. And recently I was talking with um, my own mentors um, about or it was a masterclass I was listening to. I was listening to them talking about it. But they were talking about jobs within the business that deserve your attention and how there's £10 jobs that you can pay someone £10 to do. Mm -hmm. And then there's the £1,000 jobs that you should be doing yourself. I get caught up a lot of the time doing the £10 jobs just because they keep happening, they keep sneaking up. Good example, today at the 6.15 class, um, I turned up now, I turn up early now. I've got a routine of turning up to the 6.15 class about 40 minutes early. I listen to a podcast, I'll drink my coffee mm -hmm. and then I go in to get set up. So it got to about five past six and I thought, right, I'll go in to get set up. Walked over the door, unlocked the door, went to pull the door open and just pulled the handle straight off the door. Oh no. So the handle physically snapped off um, and luckily... For some reason, well, I know the reason it was in my bag. My brother had been helping me fix one of the skis in the gym the other night and I'd put his tools in my bag and I just forgot to take them out. So luckily I had a set of almost like plier things that I could grip onto this, the remainder of the handle and use that to open the door. So today I had to fix fix that and it doesn't seem like an issue, yeah, but, but it is an issue. I'd rather been doing other things than having to fix the door. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so the lows are dealing with those little shitty things um, on a daily basis um, that prevent me from ultimately working on the business but we need to get on with it I just do them we get on with it and I'm very lucky that I've got um, my mum and dad Heather and Bobby they help with a lot of those things 
Um, so although I managed to get the door open eventually, walked up the stairs to find that yesterday they had laid a new carpet. Oh, nice. So I didn't need to do that. So it was great having them doing that kind of thing. So Yeah, they're brilliant. I think so I feel like every time we bump into them, they've always got a smile on their face. Um, Heather and Bob are always happy. Right? Always happy. And that's so nice. I like to have like the, like in the family because then... They want it to succeed. So yeah, they, no, they absolutely do. And, and they, they tell me often that they're, they're so proud of like what I've done that they just love helping me because they love what it's allowing me to mm -hmm. create and do. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, I'm just thinking there, because you'd said like, you know, you've got this kind of new routine and you get up and you have your coffee and things. Do you think that, so say it was a couple of months ago or whenever, and you used to roll out of bed, go up outside the gym, do you think, imagine you'd pulled the handle off, oh, you'd think it would have been different. I would have had a meltdown. Aye. Yeah, aye. Just because I'd just rolled out of bed. Yeah. And then like panic would set in. But I do feel um, that recently I've been growing quite significantly. I'd say just in the last six months, I've been growing a lot. Um, I did sign up with a mentor in October and since then, in fact, September. And since then, I feel like my growth has been even quicker. And I was actually speaking to Carol Carol mm. Trainer, who is now married. So our name's now... <laughs> going with that. <laughs> I was talking to Carol this morning about... Um, feel Yesterday I went a run and I've now got Siaka or some kind of sciatic, sciatic pain. That's what it feels right. like, right? That kind of pain, which is just a literal pain in the arse. <laughs> um, and previously, I would have got really upset at the fact I've done this. I've got high rocks around the corner. I would have got really pissed off and angry about the fact that I might not be able to do it. And then the frustration just takes over your day and then you're not as productive because you're so annoyed about this. And then Carol asked me this morning, are you bothered by it? And I says, no, it's just one of these things. Like... I just need to get on with it. And she was like, God, you've grown. And I was like, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm I'm definitely a, a better person um, for the coaching that I've been receiving. Um, but I think my leg will be fine by my rocks. Nice. So it'll be cool. Yeah. And we can't wait to be cheering you on. I know. Yes. It's very so good. It'll be very exciting. And I guess we really remember last year, obviously you had a good couple of people wearing the engine room t-shirts, but this year there's going to be loads. Yeah. Yes, there's going to be loads. So do you know how many items we've sold? How many? So obviously at least the... Yeah. T-shirts, the hoodies, there was the half zips that have been really popular, some crops. And so the first order we put in, there was 166 items. Um, and then I thought, right, that's got to be it. That's loads, aye. And so I put in another order, in a, or I put out the request for another order for the members, do you want anything? And then it was 132 the second time. Wow, <laughs> I love the merch. I was love shocked. In fact, not 138, because it's actually over 200 items of clothing out there. Brilliant. So I love the idea of people just going about with the ER on their chest. Yeah, uh -huh. I've seen your quarters. It. I was like, yes. I love that. I, I might even order one. one. Really nice. Eh? New merch is amazing. Really, yeah, it's good quality stuff as well. Go ahead, let's just skip on to this question. We'll come back to this one, but this one's quite nice. And um, we're going to stick with, because we're writing a flow of good hearing all about the business. So what advice would you give to young Connor if he was starting out all over again? Business. Business wise, um probably to seek help a bit sooner. Um I mean, I thought I could do it on my own. I'm pretty confident and I thought it can't be that hard. You're just running sessions, it's it's very straightforward. But it hasn't been until recently that I've um had someone else telling me what to do that I've realised that I could have been far more productive than I had been. Mm. I was probably, if I look back on it, I was probably very lazy for the first kind of four years maybe. 
um, or the first initial two, and then COVID, that just threw everything out of whack. And then um, I'd say right up until the start of last year, um, I was probably a bit lazy about it. Um, so I would definitely tell young Connor to seek some help um, a bit sooner. Um, from a professional coach, um, I've always had people helping me. I've always had friends and family that are willing to give me a hand, but some professional help um, because it certainly opened my eyes up to what can be achieved and there's nothing like someone else telling you to get your finger out. Mm-hmm. And I, and it's not even accountability that I think I've got. No, how, and it's a bit like yourselves, what you offer your clients. It's not the accountability that people need. They need someone to remind them that they just need to take ownership mm-hmm. of their own responsibilities. These are your responsibilities and take ownership of it. That's what you'll do for your clients. And that's what these guys have done for me. Okay. Um, so I think it's just providing you with that space to realise your full potential yeah. as well. And we'll always say like, ready isn't a feeling, it's a decision. And you yeah, came like to that point where you decided, right, I'm going to go with that. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Definitely. We sometimes, a lot of times say like, you know, we're part of our coaching group and we don't even look at the money that we're spending more because we almost feel like we're just, we're paying that money, but just to be better. Yeah. Even if yeah. we're not doing, like maybe not doing much with our coach uh-huh. at the time, we'll go through months where we'll use loads and then not, but we're like, we're actually paying that money just to be better. It keeps mm-hmm. us, like gives us a kick up yeah. the backside all the time. Just right, right, you're constantly just trying to yeah. better your shell in different ways and stuff. It does, it definitely does work. And like when I think about how, I felt towards coach because I I didn't think I needed anyone to yeah. help me because I thought it was very a very simple process the running of the sessions, um like we're a large large class facility where we we're not as hands on we're not as I feel like I'm not when I'm with the engine room I'm not necessarily a coach I I would actually say I was just an instructor for our classes it's it's more just um. Yeah, instructor led as opposed to coach led. Um, so I always felt it was just it was easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I see that there's definitely far more growth or can be achieved, even within the facility I'm in just now, um, can be achieved just through applying myself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Good for you, you know, putting well your done. hand up and saying actually, yeah. like I do need to be a bit of help with this because it's can like it can be hard. Yeah, but you said and, right, I do want help, and then you're like right, I'm going with it. Yeah, to the extent that see when I. Obviously, I thought I could do it myself. See, when you told me the, the amount of money you were spending on your yeah, coaching, yeah. I was like, that's absolutely crazy. Like, why would you, like, yeah. you could do so much more with that. Not crazy, but, like, it's a big investment. Yeah. Um, and now that I'm doing the same, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, absolutely it's worth it. Worth it's it. absolutely worth it. You don't know what you don't know. So Correct. until you're uh, within absolutely. that environment, yeah. then absolutely. you don't know what doors could be open yeah. until you actually say, right, I'm ready to go for it. Absolutely. Totally. Right, so we're on to, I think we're we'll probably better going, sorry, I just threw that at you, um, probably get yeah. better going on to this one. Yeah. So what's next for the engine room then, Connor? Next for the ER, well, it's really, really exciting. It's really oh, exciting. tell us. Because since October 21, we've been looking for a bigger premises to move into. And we've had a few different places where it's been looking really likely that this is going to happen. We've moved into, well, we've not moved, but we've been looking at, um, I'm not going to say where they were, but we're looking at one place initially. It was all very exciting. We actually started with plans on it. Um, we got drawings done. I was speaking with suppliers about it, and then it all fell to bits. Then we were looking at our second place, that same idea. We were in there 
I was doing a lot of the planning because I was very excited about it all. I was doing a lot of planning. Um, and then again, it just never came to fruition. But the current premises we're looking at now is um is well on its way to becoming the, the future ER. Um, so we are looking at expanding in a much bigger facility, but then also being able to offer far more services. Do I want to go into what we're doing as such? Should I do it the You night? choose, it's up choose, to you. Yeah. It's going to be one of those what things would you like you to think? tell us? Uh, I can tell you, yeah, right. Okay, right. I'll share a wee bit. Because, okay. because I'm... Um, it's a lot further than we have been previously. I don't. I hate telling people a, yeah. a lot of stuff because <clears throat> I would hate for it just to fall to bits. Just like the the first um, facility, not the first facility, but the one of the first places we're looking at, it fell to bits, and I don't want that to happen again. However, um, it's looking more likely now, so I do feel more comfortable um, telling people what's happening. So um, I'm not going to reveal the location, although some people do know. I'm not going to uh -huh. um, say on here. But it is, I'd say, and I do tell people this, I could probably run to it if I ran as fast as I could. Right, without my current sciatic pain, I could run to it in 60 seconds. Right. So it is well, very... Quicker. Think so? Aye, we've ran oh, you. People are going to be on their uh, detective skills now. We have ran. But we know how fast you are, yeah. And I nailed a rope. Oh, I nearly fucking died. We'll <laughs> <laughs> talk about that. And we're going to post pictures about this. I, you know, I say 30 seconds. Think so? Mm -hmm. I'm glad you think I'm that quick. Die. Yeah. So, yeah. Personal experience. I really let go of that yeah. but tough games. It's, 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 uh, it's still, that was great, wasn't it? Oh, it was great. And those, the, and the pictures are fantastic, actually. Yeah. I was flying. My feet were not touching the ground. I think, I, think I was hovering above the ground. Just like... I was a man on a mission. I was totally just right. your <laughs> We had a dog in the corner, like running at the front door. Oh, guys, look at there's like a, a burger van or something for them. Like, oh, sorry, I yeah. stop, stop. You could not stay here. Can't stop doing that. Like, that's what I've done the full time. I've seen what I've done high ups last year. I was just talking to folk the full exactly. way around. I just can't help myself. It's maybe me just trying to take my I'm a bit like, yeah. yeah. like, yeah. 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 that did help though. Like, yeah. see, if you were saying this fucking brutal, then I'd <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but so, um, good times I don't even know what we're talking about there sorry um, oh, yeah the, the location so it's close by um, and then what we intend to offer so currently we only offer large classes but um, when we move the idea that is to um, offer a full open gym facility so you'll be able to come in anytime you like between the, the hours of 6 in the morning 9 at night um, we're not going to do 24 hour I can say that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um comfortably and confidently that we're definitely not going to do 24 hour but you'll be able to come in between six and nine and use the gym as much as you want nice it's going to have the usual kit we'll have the cardio the um, pin loaded machines plate loaded machines and all the free weights the dumbbells and barbells and then we're also going to offer our large classes that's what we're currently doing that's what we're very good at that's what we're known for so we'll currently be offering them but with the size of the facility we'll be able to increase the capacity of the classes which is exciting as well um, more space, more bodies, more energy, more vibes. That's what we want. And then we're also going to offer a, a more premium um, coach-led group PT service as well. Nice. So it's, it's very, very exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, and we're just waiting on some word coming back from planning at the minute from Falkirk Council just to say 
yes, okay, go ahead, and then we can just chuck everything at it and nice. get, get working on it. Yeah, so it's very exciting. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. Good question. Are you still going to have the red? The red, so, Ooh. so, I love red. Like, yeah. Red's my favourite uh -huh. colour. So that's why I, I use red. Um, but you will have noticed in a lot of the, yep. the branding that I've been using recently, there isn't any red. I think it'll make appearances. Yep. But I like the flexibility of just having black and white mm -hmm. because we can have we can have black and white with any other colour. Yeah. And I like the idea of that better. Um, we're not as restricted by the red. Because mm -hmm. sometimes I think just having the one colour can be a bit too overpowering, especially a colour like red that's so yeah. in your face. Um, so it'll still be part of ER, um, and I definitely think we'll um, do a lot of the kind of branding and decor inside uh -huh. with that kind of ready theme. But we'll play about with some other colours at the same time. See what you know. Yeah. Yeah. We make over, I know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the last big question, and this is just nice and light, and just for our listeners again to know more about you. What would you do if you didn't own a gym? What would I do if I didn't own a gym and I wasn't in the fitness industry yeah. at all? So out with the fitness industry, I think I'd probably like to work with animals in some capacity. <laughs> I did not expect you to say that. I don't know why. Seriously. No, no, tell us more. No, I'd love to do. I'd love to set up some kind of um, rescue organisation for mm -hmm. animals, not just any specific, um, although I love dogs. Yeah. But any animals in general. Um, I follow multiple accounts on Instagram. <laughs> Of just guys who do something similar. Nice. I say guys like men and women uh -huh. who do something similar where they just um they operate a rescue that just cares for any and all animals and they look like they're having the time of their lives. Um so I'd probably do something like that. Yeah. Sounds good. Animals definitely do seem like they're, you know, they're chilled. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and it, it just wouldn't it wouldn't be a desk job then. Uh -huh. I just couldn't sit behind. Don't get me wrong, I do some spend some time behind the desk. But I wouldn't be stuck to one like nine to five. Like I wouldn't be able to sit here and say, I'd like to be a very successful lawyer. Although <laughs> <laughs> like, the voice went with that as yeah. well. Yeah. Go on, everybody, stupid like, idiot. It's a scallywag, it's a scumbag. <laughs> Listen, you're scumbag. <laughs> okay. No, I just couldn't sit at a desk all day. So any jobs like that, um, no, definitely not. I'd probably get incredible sciatic pain. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of complaints. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Connor, for joining us. That You're was amazing. Back. It was really nice to change the dynamic up between Michelle and I, get that male perspective. Yeah, Any final absolutely. words? Uh, no, I just hope everybody enjoyed it. Yes. And, and thank you. Well, I'm a listener, avid listener. I love all the episodes. But thank you very much for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I thought it would be quite exciting to do this, and it has been quite exciting. Oh, good. We'll get you back on again. Thank you. And then we just news. wanted to share some of our exciting news about the Two Gs in a Pod podcast. We would really love the opportunity to provide a space and get all of our lovely listeners together. So Michelle and I have been up to visit um, a room today yep. to try and do something for our lovely listeners on the 29th of June. We can see it if you want. It's booked. Are we going to tell them? Yeah. Okay, so 29th of June, get it in your diaries. We are doing a 2Gs in a pod live event and we would love as many of our lovely listeners to be in that room as possible. Live podcast show. Cannot yeah. wait. Any questions, please let us know. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>